0: Welcome to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Well, hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. And I'm very excited to have a very special family with us today. Uh, This month marks the 10-year anniversary of Ripple Effect Martial Arts. It's founded in Fort Collins, Colorado in August 2013. And now here we are, August 2023. And we're lucky to have... Some of the very first students ever to enroll in the school. So, let me introduce the Wade family. Thank you so much for coming, you guys. I bet there are going to be a lot of stories. Can we just start with how did it happen? How did you hear about Ripple Effect Martial Arts or get interested?
1: Hey, Joseph, you wanna? Talk yeah. About-
2: so I think it was um, my fifth fifth birthday, or was it my sixth for my sixth birthday?
1: Right before your sixth, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I told my mom that I wanted to do karate. I thought it was really cool. I had a friend who did um, a different style of karate, but I thought he was really cool. So I wanted to join and then I told mom and then yeah, she made it happen. It was really cool.
1: We were in the Target, Super Target parking lot and I saw the sign of ripple effect and we just live across Ziggler from there. And so I called the number (laughs) and I guess they had told us later that they had just turned on the phones. And when we called, they're kind of like, Whoa. (laughs) So it was fun. And then when we went for his intro, I had Grace and Marilyn with me and master Macy said, Hey, Grace, why don't you come out on the floor too? And so she jumped on the floor too. And that was it. They were both hooked and The rest of us didn't join until Marilyn turned three. She was about three and a half, and it was February of 14. And so we had seen them having fun. It looked fun. It looked easy. It was deceivingly looking easy. (laughs) It really isn't easy at all.
0: Back then, it was you and the instructor and the mats and the mirrors, basically, right?
1: Yes, That things weren't painted on the walls quite yet.
0: <laughs> I remember the
3: classes being so that there just weren't, there wasn't anyone there. There's it sometimes it's just us. Slowly, people started trickling in.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, now they're you know bursting at the seams, overflowing. But at, back then it was it was nice. It was like we had the whole floor to ourselves. Uh, you know, there just weren't
0: that many people there. All right, so Marilyn, you were three and a half when you started, so you're about thirteen now. Is that right?
5: Uh, yeah, about almost thirteen.
0: <laughs> do you remember being kind of a a focus, just being so young and so intense out on those mats and and showcasing forms and stuff like that? Do you do you have memories of that?
5: I I have a couple like bigger memories of those types of things when like either it was like embarrassing or i was like doing well and stuff and i just have a couple memories of those yeah i remember
1: her her, master macy putting her on top of a table so that everyone could see and have her do the black belt words of the belt and she was i don't know how old was she
3: five i think maybe
1: yeah maybe five
0: (laughs) i remember that really well yeah yeah were you there Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. And for anybody who doesn't know, what does that mean, reciting the words of the belt?
5: I think, like, reciting, like, what each belt kind of means kind of has, like, a meaning behind it, I think.
0: Um, Positive self-dimension and and positive self-discipline. And to be so young and to memorize and have any comprehension of these things, I it was just a sight to behold and really amazing. Joseph, what do you remember about uh, the intensity, the, the photographs of you from <laughs> those old days? I mean, you know what I'm talking about? It, it's just intense. You were very young. And what do you remember about summoning that kind of intensity? Yeah. yeah I, I don't
2: know. I was just, I love doing it. I loved being there. Um, I felt Really connected with everyone else there, and I just felt like I could do, uh, I almost whatever I wanted when I was there. Um, I could really put in everything I had into what we were doing. Um, I I don't know, it was just the greatest place to let my, uh, not, not my emotions out, but my, uh, what what I had built in me. But yeah, it was it was so fun
0: doing all that. As uh, parents, do you feel that too, that kind of physical exhilaration?
3: Well, I got to say, you know, as the parent, even before we joined, we'd go to, I think the CKA tournaments were the first ones. I think we weren't in, but they they had gone to one. And I remember being like, you know, of course you're really proud, but it's like, you know, wow, look, look at these guys. So, you know, Joseph's guy's intensity, Grace, you know, super flexible kicking all over the place and then later on wh- when we see Marilyn in there you know it's just like look at how young she is and yet she's doing it you know doing the thing you, even Jenny it's like you know she's remembering all this stuff I don't remember stuff quite like her but it was just impressive to see like everyone doing so well and you know performing and and doing things that you know a couple of years
0: ago it, it just wouldn't have
3: Went across my mind that that we could do it. Yeah, it was it was just really neat to see all that.
0: Are you guys an athletic family, or in in, in before you started karate, were you running track or playing tennis or anything like that?
3: Well, I, let's see what what we're we into. I think we we're into gymnastics for a little bit. Or no, yeah, gymnastics,
1: but not us, but ballet. the kids. Oh, we were. Yeah. No, we weren't in anything. I was in choir. I'm in choirs. I sing, (laughs) you know, I mean, we run for exercise and we'd work out and do uh, dance aerobics or something like that. And, and then the kids were in soccer and ballet before, but that's about it. But since during it, we found out how well they were at running, for example, like Joseph would be up with Mr. Robinson during black belt tests and it was, and he was so short, you know, (laughs) and he was doing so great. So they learned a lot about what they enjoyed. And also I think it really helped them in their middle school sports um, to be so flexible, to be so fast on their feet, um, balanced, aggressive. What do you think guys? Like I, I see them all they did, basketball, volleyball, uh track and cross country and
2: mm-hmm. yeah the skills that you gained from karate really transferred everywhere cuz it was i mean the agility that you needed in basketball for instance um was just it was it was incredible i don't know i was maybe a lot lighter than a lot of the other kids but i was a lot stronger for my body weight um than a lot of them which helped me so much in track in basketball it was just really, really amazing. But yeah.
0: I love uh, how you mentioned aggression because that's a (laughs) a thing, right? um, Karate about fighting. Uh, How do you, you know, use, uh, be aggressive uh, in, in sparring and uh, even breaking a board or something. And I think in something like basketball, aggression is a necessary uh, tool to be able to help your team win um uh, w- what do you think about that how uh, how do how does aggression manifest itself in karate i guess for you guys even in an inv- individual form or something like if you think about weapons uh training some of the weapons mm-hmm. Forms, mm-hmm. um yeah
1: know. not being timid not being afraid to try something or you know to do something that you haven't ever done before and yeah not worry about what's going to happen um not having that limit you at all and then also just way to hone it so and focus it to something productive versus it just being wild like uh slailing <laughs> or you know like a cat fight you know it's more of uh honing your aggression and, and being like um having black belt, what do they call it, guys, again, where you you know how to control your power? Black belt control, that's it, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was, I mean, just the uh, intensity was needed in a lot of, like, um, forms for tournaments. That was Mm -hmm. almost, that was the thing that I always used, was just, uh, I didn't, I wasn't the most flexible, but um, after knowing this, um, after learning the form well enough, um, It just became how much energy you can put into it, and then it it show itself.
0: Yeah. And let's
3: say I some some of the aggression even goes beyond karate. Um, let me say aggression and and focus. Some of the things that you've learned in 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 karate, and I'll use I guess I'll use Marilyn as as an example because she's here. Um, she's in in track in middle school, and. There's a big difference between how she, so I'm I'm the coach. She's one of the, one of the kids. There's a big difference between how she listens and attacks the training and, uh, you know, just the way she carries herself and almost everyone else. And I think a lot of that has to do with going through karate and, you know, going through the discipline and. Learning self motivation. I mean, she's a very motivated kid. She's uh, she trains on her own in, in running now, and she's really good.
1: All and, of our kids are very self motivated and
3: self
1: yeah. disciplined. All the, I think Grace might be getting on. Oh, good. Your name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grace. Hi. What's up? Uh, Grace has joined the podcast too. This is awesome, and we're just talking about the last 10 years of of karate and your life and where you are now, it's about that general,
4: <laughs> but um,
0: yeah. Welcome to the discussion. It, Grace, what do you remember about the early days uh, 10 years ago when you started um, with, with Joseph at the time?
4: I was pretty new, pretty intense, honestly, just getting into something new at any point is really difficult, but they made it a pretty easy process to get into. I felt very welcomed and very accommodated. And it was a lot of fun.
0: I don't think I ever saw you without a smile on your face, honestly. And <laughs> All those photographs from the time, you, you were always smiling, uh, which is really interesting. When you're throwing those punches and going through those forms and there's, you know, stress there when you're at a tournament or a test and you've got to remember all those forms. Was it, was it fun?
4: I mean, like maybe not fun in the traditional sense. Oh, wow. I'm enjoying myself now. But I mean, like it was fun in the sense that this was one of the best times of my life. I I loved doing it. I loved meeting new people. I loved doing it with the people I met. Uh, it was just very much a time of growth for me. And I think I know I really enjoyed it.
0: Master Macy's idea at the beginning was he's the head instructor. We get some more instructors and then we teach students to lead and instruct as they earn their black belts and beyond. And that was very much the case for me from you guys, when I was earning my black belt, just, I I remember the nunchuck form specifically, Mrs. Wade, you really patiently helped me understand what was happening there. And, you know, five years before you had started your black belt journey and it's, um, it's a great thing. I, do you guys still feel, uh, that that leadership element in that way? Do you display it or how does it work for you?
1: Absolutely, we're still involved in the school. We still help out with um, black belt tests for little parts of it. Like we ran the running Saturday morning run or we help out with progress checks. Um, we help out a lot. Alan especially helps a lot with the tournament. Um, preparation beforehand and Grace was an instructor. For a year, two years, right? Two years. Yes. And then we've all, all the kids did, Joseph and Grace both did junior instructors for several years.
0: How was that experience for you guys? Um, Joseph and and Grace, the the junior instructor program, what was that like?
2: Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Um, You were with a bunch of like-minded people. Um, The environment was really nice. It was a little more strict because you really needed to. uh, This was about, I guess, caring for the the school in general. So um, you really needed to know what you were doing. But it was still great. Uh, I learned a ton from it. Really, just the confidence that they tried to build in you and the humility they tried to build in you that comes with being a leader. Yeah, it was great. It just taught me so many things that um, you really need to know when just even talking to people normally, but especially when you're in a uh, i guess a place of power or a place of leadership where you um you don't you, you don't know you might not know especially at the age that we were at you might not know how to deal with that you might not know how to do the best job with the other person but it really it it showed you what you needed to do um what you should do to help the other person learn in the most effective way and then also help yourself in the sense of um how to just uh, convey yourself in the best way possible to them.
0: Just to remind everybody, we're talking people who are 13, 14, 15 years old in these kind of roles with a class full of young kids, adults, and they're you're an authority. I mean, that that's a lot. I, I, even taking a, a retail job, you're in charge of the cash register. There's a <laughs> lot that can go wrong there, right? I mean, it's, it's intimidating. <laughs> do you guys have any stories about like humility? Were there ever a time when you're, you had to be humble? Do you remember anything like that?
4: I I have, uh, I, I would always hate teaching like little ripples classes. I want to say hate as much as dislike just because they're kids and take a whole lot of energy to stay focused. And for the first time I had less energy than the people I was teaching which was very difficult for me to uh, sort of rein them in and keep the class going as it was supposed to. So I sort of had to learn to change my energy depending on the people I'm teaching.
0: That's really interesting. How did you do that? What did you summon to do that?
4: Not really sure. Uh, I guess just I didn't necessarily have to bring up my energy to where they were at so much as bring their energy down to where I was at. So being able to uh, allow them to expel their energy in a productive way or just get some wiggles out was get it, uh, made it a lot easier for me to match.
0: He, I see Mrs. Wade, you're nodding there. That is a very parental kind of thing, right? <laughs> like, right. The energy and How do we make it productive? Yeah. Did, did uh-huh. you- Feel um as you're raising these kids, you had some people on your side in karate.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I also noticed it on the floor when I'd be swatting parents on the side watching their child would be you would almost be afraid to like correct someone else's child, you know, or not even so much correct as just refocus them or whatever. But I'd hear after class, "Oh, thank you," or you know they were on our we were all on the same team i guess you would say and everyone had the um a similar purpose and wanted to get the most out of the class and and watch their child grow and they weren't going to pretend that there weren't some challenges with that
0: <laughs> do you guys have any any memories of that like really stand out like a board break or a a, a tournament performance or just something in a class or somebody that you, you helped or moved. Um, any memories um, along those lines?
2: Uh, there was one really fun memory that I had. I was, I think, swatting or junior instructing um, at the time. And I was helping out a, a one specific student for the class. And during it, he had gotten injured somehow. I forget how, but he had gotten hurt. And I was really nervous that um, the parent would be really mad at me because I, I don't know if I caused it or not, but um I was in I was in charge of the kid and then he got hurt. so afterward I tried to leave the class pretty quickly afterward and Master Macy and Master Macy called me, and I was a little nervous that he'd be upset with me. but afterward he said, um I forget the name of the student, but he had such a great time during the class he was he loved the class, it was so energetic, it was so fun and I thought that was just so nice. I don't know just seeing how, how much fun he had. Cause I was having a, it was a great class. I loved it. I was just a little nervous that I was, I guess, going to be in in a little bit of trouble with that, but he just, apparently the student just loved the class still. And then his um, parents talked to me about the same thing afterward. And it just made it feel so, so nice that um, I got to really know the kid and I got to know um, his family and how they all just kind of showed how much they appreciated it.
0: Wow, that's great. That's great. Uh, Marilyn, you have any any memories that stand out?
5: Um, yeah, actually. So I forget how old I was, but it wasn't too long ago. I was like seven or eight, but it was a board break. And I, I wasn't in a specific group yet. So I still had my board and I hadn't gone to break it yet. So Master Macy found this out and he had like every student like huddle up Technique and he called me out and so he was like you haven't broken your board yet have you I'm like no and so he's like why don't we try it and so I, I break that one and then he's like why don't we go up one and so we go up the next size of the board I broke that and I kept going until the last the last size I, and I still have the board in my room but yeah, it was just a really great experience about he like really pushed me and was so energetic with like everyone cheering me on. And it really helped me break all of those boards, which I thought I could never do. But yeah,
0: that is awesome. What technique d- did you use to break those boards? Do you remember?
5: Um, I'm pretty sure it was a uh, sidekick. I don't think I did any punches or anything. I would have <laughs> hurt my wrist or something. But yeah. Yeah. He just really pushed me and it worked very well.
0: Anybody who has attended any of those board breaks, the intensity is just, you kind of wonder how the the building is still standing after. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you feel that kind of intensity in your kind of your interactions in, in daily life? Like, what what's that like to bring that kind of experience and that confidence to track and field, for example?
5: Um, uh, I remember it was just, uh, the last cross country meet I had, it was my first cross country meet actually of this year and my first one ever, technically to be on a team. And I, I placed first in it and the girls, and I remember when I was running through, I was sprinting to the finish line. I remember like everyone, like my whole team was on the side. They're like screaming and cheering me on. And I, I felt like the exact same energy there, if not more. And it was just really encouraging. And it totally pushed me to finish, to get that. Like I went very fast towards the end. <laughs>
0: Great. Congratulations. That is awesome. Grace, what are you, what are you studying in school?
5: Mechanical engineering.
0: Wow, that's where you're going, huh? That's amazing.
4: And yeah. she oh, has and a, a ROTC, ROTC, ROTC too. Scholarship. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, I have a ROTC scholarship, so I'm gonna go into the army after.
0: Wow, uh, that is very intense. How do you feel? The karate experience was that motivating for you to to go into the armed forces or?
4: Yeah, no, I consider myself very lucky that I did get into Taekwondo when I did, because over the course of those 10 ish years, that's really what sort of ignited the passion I had for leadership and military service. Because I know for certain that if I wasn't in Taekwondo, I would not consider this as a viable career option. But alas, I did. And now I'm here, and I feel much more prepared. And a lot of people probably are just because I have all that leadership experience under my belt and I'm able to uh, sort of go into it, having some sense of what it'll be like.
0: You've been pushed. Yeah. You've been really challenged uh, a a lot. You all have. And the family dynamic is just so amazing. (laughs)
1: I think probably one of the most memorable parts has been all the different prep cycles and black belt weekends that we've tested together for, prepared for together for, and then the bonding that we had with the people we prepared with and the instructors who helped us get there. And that was a kind of almost like it's like a a bit of a trauma that you all have a shared (laughs) trauma with, but it was a very positive trauma but that's where i'm like i have no doubt that these kids can do whatever they want to do um they've already gone through something so hard and persevered and if they want to do it they'll do it i know.
0: Thank you for listening to the ripple effect martial arts podcast. Find episodes and more at rippleeffectmartialarts.com.